Can an eBay comic listing get any worse? Let's get into it. Back at the table, like we do every week, to talk about the hottest comic books in the world. Jem, why don't we start them off at number 10? Coming in at number 10, we have Hulk issue 2. We're talking about the Red Hulk series, and we recently just got done talking about issue 1, which is coveted as his first appearance, but on cover only. It wouldn't be until issue 2 until we finally saw the Red Hulk in story. Debuting in 2008, the Red Hulk spec was thrusted into high gear post-She-Hulk, and then with the confirmation that Harrison Ford was going to portray General Thunderbolt Ross in the next Captain America film, this book has gone nuclear. It's going gamma, and before we get into these record-breaking sales, we gotta talk about the 1 out of 20 Jajevic ratio variant. A CGC 9.8 had a second all-time high, selling for 350 when its previous all-time high was June of last year at $400. Another almost record-breaking sale was the standard edition in a CGC 9.6, selling for $100, where its all-time high was just $10 more. This book has deserved respect for a long time. A lot of members didn't know that Red Hulk appears in story for the first time in issue number two. Speaking of which, the 9.2, last selling in December for 39, proves this point because we're seeing an uptick of 38% with an all-new sale of $54 this week. The 9.8 has a record-breaking sale, last selling in 2021 for $260, up 15%, now selling for $300 for the first time in comic history. Now that CGC 9.8 seems like a steal considering there's an active buy it now listing on eBay with a seller selling it for $2,000. The only thing is their feedback is a little iffy. Comic fam, I want to know what you think about this. I don't want to razz the seller too much, so we're going to blur the name. But $2,000 for this book is laughable. It's a direct market copy. I checked to make sure it wasn't a newsstand. Even that would still be laughable. But, yo, the 50% feedback, that's like a flip of a coin if your book is even going to make it. You got to be like Han Solo to buy this book. Never tell me the odds. If you enjoy what we do, you are looking to better enhance your comic collecting, speculating, investing, or overall knowledge base on funny books? Utilize code TOM101 on the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. I've actually been using Key Collector a lot lately. I've been hitting local comic shops, digging through back issues, mostly looking for like fun key issues I can give away over on whatnot. I've been pulling out Key Collector and just double checking these covers that look familiar and trying to see what the key significance is. It's been a lot of help. Support the show and let's look at number nine on the list with Fantastic Four number 18. The first appearance of The Super Scroll, debuting in 1963. Jack Kirby, goodness. This is also the second team appearance of the scrolls. I mean, these are the two scroll key issues to own, and we've talked about this book many times. We gotta get Clerk the Super Scroll in one of these Fantastic Four films. We do have some strong performing sales to talk about as well. We can start with the CGC 1.5 that had its all-time high record-breaking sale of $121 a little bit earlier this month in November. That's 17% over the previous record of $103 from 2018. Scrolls are inbound, Secret Invasion is coming soon, and we have Fantastic Four with its headlining movie in just a couple years. And this book hardly ever comes out into the marketplace. There is one 9.8 graded on the census. The last time it sold was back in 2012 for $15,535. There's one 9.6 on the census, no GPA data on that. And when you look at the 9.4, there are eight 
copies in existence. And the last time one sold was August of this year for the same price that 9.8 went for back in 2012, $15,600. And prior to that, we had only seen one sale in 2020, 2019, and then all the way back to 2015. This book is so rare and high grade that when it does come out, it breaks records regardless of what's happening in the mainstream. Since we chatted about this book last, October 24th, exactly four weeks ago today, there was an increase of 18 copies added to the CGC census. The community be speckin'. And now we're at the list at number eight with Batman 136 debuting in 1960 proof that if the Joker is on the cover and it's a vintage book, it's got this added layer of collectability. We have a cover by Sheldon Moldoff, but featuring Joker in a sky sled. It's the first appearance of the Joker Sky Sled, y'all. But now, seriously, it's giving Bowser from Super Mario World vibes. Now, this does have an appearance of Batmite in the issue, and we've had Nightmite in the recent Nightwing comics, so maybe there's some kind of connection there. You gotta pick up your Tom Taylor Nightwing 98, and let's take a look at what Batmite appearances are doing, especially with a weird-as-hell Joker cover. On the cusp of the Silver Age, debuting in 1960, we've got a low census count on this book, 291 slabs total, including one lonely .5, 17 8.5s, and 9.0s, and we have nine 9.2s. Now, the last recorded sale was the high at $1,560. That was May of this year, and that record high was first set with a January 2021 sale. Matched for that 9.2, but the 9.4, there are four copies in existence. We haven't seen one sell since February 2021 for 2200. There are two 9.6s, and we have no data on that, and there's nothing above that grade. We have a 3.5, last selling in 2021 for 128, up 37% this week, now selling for 175. The 5.5 just sold for $295, putting it 10% above its 12-month average, and a 7.0 sold for $400, 8% above its $372 average. And at the list at number seven, chilling adventure into fear, featuring Man-Thing, but more importantly, featuring the first appearance of Howard the Duck. We talked a lot of Adventure into Fear, mostly about Man-Thing leading up to the Werewolf by Night holiday special and actually post that show as well. We've had Howard the Duck in the MCU three times already in the Guardians movies as a cameo and in Endgame. And he's still making the list here today. A CGC 6.5 selling for $150, which is 5% above its 12-month average. An 8.5 selling for $360, 13% above its 12-month. Can't even keep up with the 9.0, which is selling for an increase of 6%, but under what the 8.5 just sold for $350. There's a total of 1,053 copies on the census, 24 of which graded at a 9.8. The record was set back in February of this year for $4,800. The last time one sold was in September of this year for $3,600. Another example that some of these key comics are in a better position now to be purchased than they have in quite a long time. Yeah, same with the 9.6. There's only 70 copies. The last recorded sale on GPA is $1,505 from June of this year. Its all-time record high was from April when it sold for $2,055. This is next on my reading list, and I suggest you add it to yours too. Chip Zdarsky did a Howard the Duck run back in 2014, a private eye narrative following the classic duck. It's Howard. 
Um, no, I'm 100% positive it's Howard. Moving on to number six on the list, and it's the first time we're speaking about this book post Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and I'm pretty sure it's safe to talk spoilers at this point. It's Marvel Superheroes issue 20 from 1969, an iconic Larry Lieber cover depicting Doctor Doom. A pivotal moment for Victor Von Doom, him going through his memories, trying to decide if he had taken a different path in life, possibly one with his long lost teenage love Valeria. Would he be standing as a different person today, less of an antagonist mastermind and more of a normal person? We get a fight between him and the thing. He even fights the Diablo in this thick book, difficult to acquire in high grade. A classic cover is the least significant thing of this book. And although we did not get any Doctor Doom Easter eggs or appearances in the Black Panther movie, these copies are selling like crazy. We have five different sales to report on, including a 3.0, which sold for $168 back in May, up now 7%, selling for $180. The 6.5 is up 7%, selling for $555. The 7.0 is up 3%, selling for $600. The 7.5 hitting $699 this week is an increase of 4%. And the 8.5 hitting $1,199 is 14% over its recent 12 months. There are 822 total slabs on the CGC census, which is 50 copies more than when we reported on this book. It hit number nine on October 31st. There are 13 copies graded at a 9.6. The last time one sold was back in 2020 for $1,700. The 9.8, there are three copies in existence and only two recorded sales. One in 2014 for 1100 and one in 2016 for 1050 Imagine if one of these copies came out now, regardless of his his lack of appearance, even Easter egg in Black Panther. It almost seems like Doctor Doom not showing up just keeps the hype train going until we get him on screen. And speaking of hype train, moving on to number five on the list, we have Omega Men 3, the first appearance of Lobo. James Gunn hard at work mapping out the future of the DCU and posting about Lobo and Jason Momoa getting all hyped about it, causing a ruckus for this collectible, shooting it up and not just price but quantity sold. He also mentioned Mr. Terrific in a post, spiking up books there. DC keys are going all over the place, especially because James Gunn is known for his humor and his ability to take strange characters you wouldn't expect to see on the screen and make them hits. Lobo seems inevitable. No question that James Gunn would do Lobo justice. And the fact that Jason Momoa was addressing the fan castings and expressing his interest in the character, it makes sense why we're reporting on seven different grades here. An 8.0 that sold for $113, 61% above its 12-month average. An 8.5 selling for $85, less than the 8.0, but still 29% above its 12-month average. A 9.0 selling for $90, still less than the 8.0, but still 11% above its 12-month average. When the grade points are this low and the prices are so similar that just means that people don't really care they're just trying to grab whatever grade on the cheap they can get because if the book is trending up upwards of 60 percent it seems like a safe bet if it keeps moving in the direction it has been the 9.2 point in case hitting 105 dollars 24 percent over its recent 12 months the 9.4 hitting 129 34 percent over its recent 12 months the 9.6 hitting 200 5, that's 50% over. And then the 9.8 has just hit 370. 
70, 16% over its recent 12-month average. We want to know your thoughts about Lobo in the comment section below. Do you want to see him go up against Henry Cavill? We have at the list at number four, showcase number 55, more classic DC keys spiking, debuting in 1965, the first appearance of the Golden Age Green Lantern in the Silver Age. And Jem, we have a double key on our hands. It's also the first appearance in the Silver Age of Solomon Grundy. We've been saying that DC keys have been undervalued and it just took somebody like James Gunn getting that Kevin Feige role in the DCEU to make something happen with these characters. Collectors showing a lot of interest in this book as well. There was a $100 sale and a CGC 2.5. It's the only recorded grade in this sale. A 5.5 selling for 285, 11% above its 12-month average. A 6.5 also selling for 285, 2% above its 12-month average. We have an additional sale at a 6.5, selling for 295, 5% over its recent 12 months, and two copies graded at an 8.0, both selling for $600. That's 8% over their recent 12-month average. Knowing that the Green Lantern show on HBO Max is still slated just with a different focus on just one particular character versus a slate of Green Lanterns, it's going to follow Jon Stewart. And if this works out, if it pans out, it means that they'll then probably incorporate other Green Lanterns. I think Alan Scott, although not slated currently, still has a potential to hit the screen. We know that Guy Gardner and Alan Scott were cast for the show, so let's just hope that it still comes out. A lot of focus on the Golden Age heroes lately. Jeff Johns just released his one-shot, the new Golden Age number one, and you have a beautiful variant cover featuring Alan Scott by David Talaski. If you're looking for some classic JSA goodness, Jeff Johns' Justice Society of America number one drops next week. Hit your LCS while we take you to number three on the list with Incredible Hulk 102, debuting in 1968. We have, after a five-year hiatus tales to astonish issue 101 changing titles for the first time to the incredible hulk this book is no stranger to the list we've been seeing a trend of these new number ones these big premiere issues and when we spoke about this book three weeks ago on november 7th it came in at number nine and there have been 35 new slabs added to the cgc census giving it a total of 3823 there are 25 copies graded at a 9.8, and the record high was set back in 2011 for $9,859. Now, there is a lot to talk about as it pertains to this book as far as what's happened since then, because we have a new 9.8 record-breaking sale that took place this week. But before we get there, we got to talk about these five high-performing sales. A lot of collectors running to get this book. A CGC 4.5 selling for $200, 4% above its 12-month average. A 5.0 selling for $245, which is also 4% above its 12-month average. A 6.5 selling for $345, putting it 8% above its 12-month. The 7.0 hitting $375 is up 12%, and the 8.0 hitting $535 is up 9%. All stemming from the fact that a 9.6 broke records back in April of this year, selling for $3,800, which brings us to some record-breaking sales this week. A 7.5 selling for $551 just in March is up 4% selling for $575. But we have a 9.8 record-breaking sale to report on. It sold for $9,859, like we mentioned, back in 2011. It's up 10% now, breaking the five-figure mark, selling for $10,800. Hot damn. If you enjoy what we do, give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. I teamed up with David Mack on a Ninja Funk number one cover, going out one per box. And we have medals, foils, 
and virgins going out at random. And I also have a Peach Momoko issue number one, Demon Wars variant going out in every single box. ComicTom101.com to join the community, support the show, and give me an excuse to send you comics every single month. Bringing us to number two on the list, we have a classic Neil Adams cover, Batman 227 from 1970, paying homage to the iconic Detective Comics 31. If you can't afford a book from 1939, how about a Neil Adams classic debuting in 1970? We have multiple record-breaking sales. We have a legend who passed this year and whose work is beloved and is being invested in more now than ever. And we have a 9.8 record-breaking sale that took place back in September, for $42,000, causing trickle-down effects in lower grades. And there are only nine of those 9.8s on the CGC census, bringing it to a total of 1,538. That trickle-down effect caused the 5.5 to increase by 1%. It last sold for 520 back in January, now selling for 525. The 8.5 hit 2,400 in April. It's seeing a strong 10% increase, now selling for 2,640. And we have a new 9.2 record breaker. Back in 2021, selling for 2400 which is what the 8.5 sold for in April, is up 17%, now selling for $2,800. If you enjoy what we do, we're here every seven days for the comic fam talking about the hottest comic books in the world. Hit the subscribe button. We need your support. Slap that like button while Jem hits you with the number one hottest comic book in the world. Now, we've stated that this is a good time to buy comics. The market's in a place where keys are looking reasonably priced, but maybe not for the number one book on this list. Amazing Spider-Man issue number one, the first ongoing series and the second appearance of Spider-Man. We have a book debuting in 1963, the first meeting between Spider-Man and the Fantastic Four, first appearance of the Chameleon, the first appearance of J. Jonah Jameson, and we have a new 9.6 record-breaking sale, hot damn. 3,198 total copies on the census. There are two 9.8s that have never publicly sold. There are four 9.6s, one of them which broke record this week, and we'll get to that. There are 10 9.4s. The last GPA sale, and it's high, was $241,200 in September of last year. There are eight copies graded at a 9.2, and the last recorded sale was set in June of this year for $168,000. Let's take a look at some record-breaking sales this week because there are three. The 8.0, last selling in 2020 for $45,000, is up 47%, now selling for $66,000. And then we have a 9.0 pedigree to discuss. A Bethlehem pedigree to be exact. It sold for $66,000 in 2019. It's up 82%, breaking the six-figure mark, selling for $120,000. The Bethlehem pedigree is one of the very first collections to be deemed a pedigree, and you know you have one of those comics because there's a stamp on the back of all the books. Now that brings us to the 9.6. A reminder, there's only four that are in existence, and last selling in 2004 for $110,100 for an increase of 205% this week, selling for an all-new high of $336,000. Can I get a hot damn in the chat? This book is so hot that even the reprint broke record. The Golden Record reprint, which came out three years later, had an all-time high set at $2,760 for a CGC 9.8, and that just sold for $5,100. 
If you can't afford the original, you got to go for the reprint. We want to know your thoughts about this list in the comment section below. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself, Gem Mint, Fire Guy, all my homies on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. We're doing crazy giveaways, breaking out the exclusives, selling comics cheaper than anywhere else on the internet. We have two other videos for you. We made them for you. Enjoy them and have a great week.